What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of BTY Radio, episode four, to be precise, I think. Four, episode four. I'm your host, David Barker. We're again joined by... Luke Murphitt. G'day, guys. How are we? We're back down here. Episode four. Let's do this. Yeah, today we've got another special guest, uh, the lovely Rebecca Sassine, otherwise known to the DBPT community as Sass. Uh, welcome. Thanks for coming down, making some time for us. Hello, boys. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're excited to get to know a little bit about you today and, uh, you know, we want to hear a little bit about your time here with us at DBPT, but we've got you down here for another another reason. You're now a successful businesswoman and we want to learn a little bit more about that, what makes you tick and uh, how life is different for you now. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited because there's, there's only a couple of people that, are, that take the plunge to, to dive into business, especially when... Uh, they, they're secure in their current role. They've already got the security there. So I'm very excited to, as David said, see what makes you tick and see what makes you a little bit different to everyone else. That's it. Um, you know, I remember my journey. I was uh, pretty cushy where I was and I was earning quite good money and uh, it was a big leap of faith. And yeah, can't wait to hear what, what made you take that leap and uh, get you to where you are today. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay, um, so a bit about me, I, um, I'm i a Cronulla girl through and through, um, I grew up here, I did school here, um, and for me the, the natural progression, especially living in an area like Cronulla, is everybody goes to university. I went to university and one of the things that really sort of got on my nerves was that nobody could actually tell me what jobs I could specifically do with my degree. So I just signed up for a double degree for six odd years and $60,000 worth of debt and I had no idea what I was going to do with it. So I actually decided to defer for a year and get into the real world and start to you know, feel my way through and figure out what I did and didn't like. Um, and I found a job in Cronulla at a mortgage broker. So I was there for a year and started to realise that there was a little bit more outside of the, the university world. Um, this job actually gave me the opportunity to do my Cert 4 in mortgage broking, which I did through work um, and ended up with my certificate. I was there for about three, two and a half to three years, um, and each year I was actually going to Europe for a bit of an overseas summer holiday. Um, year three, I didn't come back. <laughs> um, I was over in Europe and I just went, you know what, I'm, I'm what was I, I was 21. Um, I'd spent the last three summers of my life, you know, spending all this money flying to and from. And after chatting with mum, I went, you know what, maybe I just don't return and see what else is out there. Uh, and I did. So that was probably the best three years of my life. Um, the people I met, you know, the things I did was pretty cool, but reality was calling. So I did come back. Um, and funnily enough, I came back to exactly the same job. So they welcomed me back with open arms. Uh, yep. <laughs> In the end, it probably wasn't the best terms that I left on. Um, it was a bit of a, obviously due to the time differences, a bit of an email, um, <laughs> Uh, letter of resignation <laughs> halfway through my holiday um, but no that they, they did they they welcomed me back um, and then I spent almost another five or six years with them yeah I think now uh, owning my own business and uh, bringing some I guess some some younger people through the business and giving them opportunities it's very hard to say no to someone you know you're 18 19 21 if you want to go see the world go do it like who am I to hold you back and and keep you stuck in a job like you're only going to grow uh become 
wiser to what you want, uh, come back with a, a more positive outlook and attitude on life. And um, I think if anyone's to sort of stop you from doing that, uh, you know, you're better off without them in your life anyway. So Yeah, I agree. I reckon those three years overseas were probably the most formative years um, <laughs> to date. Yeah. You know, the amount that I grew, the, the skills, um, interpersonal skills, just, uh, just it was really eye-opening. You know, yeah. there really is You're on your own. Than, than, you know, our little bubble that we live in here, <laughs> um, especially in the Shire. Yeah, well, that is, Shire. it's a great bubble, though. It yeah. is a great bubble. <laughs> bubble. So, it's easy to get stuck here, though, isn't it? I, I travelled for three months, came back, and I was like, I'm going to do this again, and you just get stuck in that routine. Well, where's this year gone? Yeah. Literally, mm. it's like, it's Christmas, and mm. it was January last week. Yeah. Time just goes. Yeah. So. Don't pass it up. Exactly right. So when you were overseas, were you working over there or just... I was. What were you doing um, out of interest? Um, so the first six months was just travel and, and holidaying. Mm -hmm. um, I then ended up in London with the other half of the Shire. Um, <laughs> I didn't really like that because of the weather conditions. Um, it was too cold, too dark. Not really a, a great vibe. Um, ended up in the French Alps. Ended up in the south of France and then ended up on a super yacht in Monaco. Yeah, sort wow. of did the rounds. <laughs> wow, that is some life experience. But yeah. again, the Shire is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so you came back and that led us or led you to us here at DBPT. What made you make that decision? That it did. Um, I actually knew a girl from high school. Um, good old Instagram. I was going through her stories. I noticed she'd made some really big life changes. Um, and when I spoke to her about it, she attributed them to DBPT. So headed on down, had a chat with the lovely Dave Parker, um, did a few test classes, thought, oh my God, I'm so out of my depth here. Um, stuck it through though, met some amazing people and four, four and a bit years later, you can't get rid of me. We love having you down here. We, we sure do. <laughs> you sound really <laughs> We certainly do, guys. <laughs> So four years later, uh, you've traveled, you learn a lot about uh, life outside of the Shire, uh, a little bit more about what you want, building relationships. You've then come to the gym, uh, you've worked on your, your confidence, uh, you've lost some body fat, uh, you've met some really cool people that are on a similar journey to you. Uh, and now, what, the last 12 months, I think we've sort of been having this conversation and you've made another big change within your life. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, like I said before, I did come back to the same job, um, like we have spoken about, sort of realised, well, there is a little bit more. Um, admittedly, I did sort of progress through the job that I was at, uh, where I was, it was sort of as high as I could get. Um, and, you know, I, I, I loved that job. It was actually really, really hard for me to walk away. Um, I was working with two of what are now some of our best friends. And I was on such a good wicket. I got paid so well, um, really flexible work hours. But my own personal development knew that I couldn't stay in those four walls in Cronulla forever. And I was at a point in my life where it was like, you know, this is now my career. So what are you going to pick? Am I going to pick that I work for somebody um, or that I work for myself? Yeah. So I got a bit of an opportunity um, to go on board and, and help launch a new app which is a well out of my depth. I know nothing about technology, um, you know, besides the Gen Y in me that works out apps. Um, but, you know, it, it was scary. And like Keith said last week, if your goals don't scare you, you're just wasting your time. 
So I did, I, I jumped on board. Um, I literally took a half pay cut. So it was a massive, um, I lost that sense of security, but I felt within myself that it was the right thing to do for my own you know, personal development. Yeah, and over my time working with you, I've uh, come to realize how driven, motivated you are, but also how much you love routine. Um, and you know, you were in control of a lot of what you were doing previously. Um, and now that's changed, uh, day to day. Uh, how's that affected you and how have you found, uh, life now without Um, it? Yeah, it's it's been a really big change. You know yourself, Dave, I've had a lot of conversations, especially the last few months, um, where adjusting to that change is a lot easier said than done. Um, you do, you, you sort of, you have your, your, your floor ripped out from underneath you. You're trying to figure out, okay, I don't even have regular work hours anymore. Um, you know, I don't know where I'm going to end up in Sydney. Um, I don't know what I'm going to end up doing. I don't know when my pay is going to be back to, you know, a great level. Um, on the flip side though, I've also, you know, the, the people that I've met in the last, you know, in the last year, I never would have met. You know, I'm rubbing shoulders with CEOs of great companies that actually are influencing me to grow myself. Yeah. So, you know, I, I sort of need to adapt um, my level of, of comfort. You know, so yeah, I don't have my nine to five anymore, but you know, I'm, I'm doing things that I never would have been able to do previous. So that sort of helps me overcome that, that, that fear of change. And is that one of the main reasons why you sort of decided to take that leap of faith? Like you wanted to step outside your comfort zone, you wanted to learn more about yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I do think that people are unstoppable once they realize their own worth. So for me, I knew that I was doing the absolute best I could, um, which was fantastic for that job, but it wasn't the absolute best for me. So yeah, I just, that, that was the driving factor. Just jump and I sort of had this way of always figuring something out. And everyone does, but people are, I think are, are too scared to actually take that jump first. So, you know, like I said, my, my pay, my work hours, you know, which affected my gym life, which affected my mental, you know, um, I don't want to say sanity, but you know, being able to come to the gym for me is my release. Yeah. So to not have that consistency in my life anymore, I kind of was going, well, hang on a minute. I can't work out when I want to. I can't eat the foods that I plan to eat. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm getting up at 5 a.m. or working till midnight. So all of that sort of changed very quickly for me. Um, and it, yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle to readjust. Yeah, I remember when Luke first came down, um, he had a, a side job which he'd, he'd worked at for quite some time. And we encouraged him to, to take the leap of faith in, in the end. And um, it's a roller coaster, isn't it, buddy? Yeah, absolutely. It's just something that you have to do. Um, and you can read as many motivational quotes um, and anything like, or listen to as many people as you want on YouTube, but it's the it's the failures. It's kind of getting down um, and actually doing the work and kind of, and taking the plunge and, and seeing where you go. Um, I think so much of that personal growth is from experience and so much of it is from trial and error. Um, but as I kind of mentioned at the start, like, You've mentioned a couple of health and fitness kind of uh, factors that might have been a driving force to help you um, kind of change careers, but was there an influential uh, person in your life or a mentor or something that was that that supported you throughout that or encouraged you to kind of take that plunge? Like where 
um, does that stem from? Is that something that you uh, had always had this goal when you were younger to run your own company, run your own business and work for yourself? Um, was it Were health and fitness the primary goal so you could free some time up and focus more on them? Or was it, you know, where does that kind of driving factor, if, if anything, kind of come back to? Yeah, um, so I've always wanted to work for myself. Doing what, I don't know. That's always been for me the, you know, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to get there? And so that that's always been a big goal. Like Dave said, I'm, I'm really motivated when I have a goal. Um, at the time, honestly, um, I didn't really feel like I had anyone to talk about it with, um, except for Dave. So, you know, Dave's more than just a PT. He mentored me, he, you know, talked me through it, realized that it wasn't as scary. You know, Dave had done a very similar thing himself. He walked away from a high paying, you know, cushy, secure job to to this, to, to not knowing what was gonna happen, you know, is, is all my hard work gonna pay off? Um, so to have someone like that, that I could speak to and go, okay, cool. What were your, what were your you know, concerns? How did you get around it? What are your tips? Um, to have somebody to sort of bounce off I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Mm. Um, I do find a lot of the people around me maybe unintentionally weren't as supportive as they could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, well, you can't do this. You know, you, you've never done that before. Or, you know, what are you doing that for? Why are you leaving a high-paying job? That's um, not a career. Yeah, but that, that's mm. not a career. You know, how are you going to make money? And, and, you know, why why would you even consider this? So I think to being mentally strong enough to sort of, brush them off and go, well, hang on a minute, this is about me and not them. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have someone like Dave to to walk me through it and go, well, you know, give yourself a chance. If you don't mm-hmm. give yourself a chance, you're never going to know. Um, but, yeah, so I think having somebody that had done it was, was a real, um, gave me a push in the right direction. So on that then, what's it like going from uh, being in a situation where uh, you're surrounded by people that are, that are happy and okay with with having that nine to five job and you know going out and drinking on the weekend in Cronulla and you know uh, to now you know I watch your Instagram and you're out there with some uh, pretty wealthy uh, pretty successful uh, business owners or entrepreneurs so you've gone from that okay these people don't really support my growth to oh my god what am I doing here like I've really got to step it up a level what's that like um, if anything, it just motivates you. It just, you know, it lights that fire underneath you and, and they're all normal people. <laughs> so it's, it's actually really humbling to be able to sit down with them and outside of the, you know, CEO role that they play or, you know, the, the wealthy individual that, that that person is, they're just a normal person. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to break it down and talk with them and realize, you know, we've got the same pets, you know, we like the same things. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, so it sort of takes away the, uh, the I can't concept. Yeah. Um, and I, I've met some amazing people. I've got a, um, a lady that I do a lot of work with. She's now my, you know, she's my, my career crush. Yeah. Um, she's amazing and she's, she's pushed me in the right direction um, and she's connected me with even more amazing people. So stuff like that, it just, everyone sort of, it's really different. Everyone sort of builds each other up in that world whereas I felt a little bit like on the other side of the coin people were kind of trying to draw you back down and go well you can't you know why would you even think that you could do that yeah so it is really nice to have I guess the support yeah 
And people in, in, uh, in those environments are exactly that supportive. They're keen to give you their contacts. They're keen to give you any sort of resources that they may have had or, or been passed on and, and help you grow. There's, there's, uh, grow sorry. There's no sort of hiding information or uh, nothing is too scary or, or too out of reach. Like they want you to, to change that mindset and, and push to, uh, again, possibly fail, but learn from it. Um, and, you know, I think... There's no such thing as there's no such thing as failing. There's quitting, you know. I think whether it's in your health and fitness journey, whether it's in uh, business relationships, whatever it may be, uh, people give up at the first sign of adversity or, or their first failure, um, and it's those that push through that, learn from that, implement, and go again uh, that that you know become successful in whatever sort of. Avenue they're I pushing agree. down. I mean, you look at um, people like Steve Jobs and, and Richard Branson and how many times did they fail? Yeah. You know, so it, I guess a failure is how you perceive it. Yeah. It's not a failure. It should be a lesson or, you know, some sort of personal growth should come from it. So, um, but I agree. That is the difference between those kinds of people because they, they're pushing you to your limits and if it doesn't work, cool, lesson learned, let's go in another direction. Yeah. It's that perseverance that that could be the differentiating factor because I've got no doubt that people would love to work for themselves. They would, they've got, uh, people have something that they're passionate about and that they'd like to work. Um, There's no doubt that they would like to do that, you know, every day of their life. But at one small obstacle or one small failure, it's very common to see people give up or not even have that support or that courage to take that step. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, as, as I said, it's, you can read as much as you want, but you just, it's, I think, yeah, the proof is in the pudding. You just got to do it. And you know what? Like between the three of us sitting here, um, our greatest asset is that we're resourceful. Yeah. yeah? Yep. So something doesn't go the way we want it. How can we fix it? Yep. What, what can we do to, to, to make it work? Yeah. We, we reach out. Yeah. We reach out to other contacts. Yep. Yeah. We, we lean on each other. Um, being resourceful is probably the biggest and best tool you can have, especially when you're going through adversity or, or need to change or step things up. So something doesn't work or it's not working. Okay. What can we do? Mm. And I guess, I guess, again, that comes a lot back to the environment and who you're, who you're spending most of your time with. And if that, if, if they're the people that are trying to pull you down or, or kind of push you up and do everything in their power to see you succeed, or if there's that kind of hidden sabotage, or there's always that something where they're trying to pull you down a peg because it might not be that they don't have the confidence or the or the perseverance to continue what they want to do, so they don't want to see you do that. My parents are my number one supporters, but even them in the beginning, they're like, this isn't a job, this isn't a career, like you're a project manager, you're about to take a massive pay cut, like they didn't see the value in it. And now they see the community that we've built down here, the results, the lives we're changing, uh, my personal development, because you know, you'll know yourself now, guys, like, we're, we have to do everything. You know, you said before you weren't good at social media. So that's like Luke's uh, younger than us. He's grown up with that. Like I didn't have a computer at school, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm learning to do digital marketing. I'm learning to use Excel. Like I'm, I'm learning to go out and build relationships with local businesses. I've got all these tools now that I didn't have um, until I had to jump into the deep end and learn how to do it myself. So 
Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think for sure. Yeah, I think the more people you can kind of get to know and experiment with and kind of work with, uh, the better off that you're going to be. But again, you have to get out there. You have to, um, you kind of chase things. You've got to be social. You've got to get to these kind of events. Yeah. Um, I know even when I started that I, like even just taking the plunge and quitting that second job and kind of just going all into business, I, I found it kind of um you know, I didn't have this vision at the start where it was, I'm going to work for myself, I'm going to build a, a great business and kind of, I'm going to get rid of all these people and get rid of this environment and have this kind of, uh, this uh, this kind of tunnel vision at the, the beginning, but kind of everything kind of like, like dominoes kind of trickled over and I noticed how that, that plunge in the beginning might've been business and I could see that kind of trickle down into uh, other avenues of my life. Um, have you noticed something similar? Like it was that, was there... Um, that kind of trickling or that ripple effect in other areas of your life through that action through business? Yeah, I think so. I think it's um, really helped me learn to take control of, of all, of, of any aspect. Um, so whether it be, you know, friendships. I, mm-hmm. you know, admittedly in the last year I've started to cull people that don't bring value to my life anymore because, yep. you know, we don't have time and, and it's wasted energy and without being horrible, you know, like you said before, you're you're basically the average of the people that you hang out with. So, you know, hang out with people that you want to be. Yeah. Don't don't spend time with people because you feel obliged, or you know, you don't have to go to every first birthday party. You don't have to go to every engagement party just because you went to school with them, you know, a decade ago. So I think for me, it's been a, a big factor of control um, and flexibility. Mm-hmm. So I was very much a molded, you know, nine to five girl. These are your jobs. If it's not in your job set, don't do it. Um, I now I do everything, like you said. I'm yeah. the social media expert. I'm the you know customer support. I'm the you know technological back end. Um, I'm I'm whatever I need to be. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think through that that jump in business, it's sort of rounded me as a person as well. Now, how's it affected <laughs> your time in the gym the, the last twelve months? Okay, because. You know, we we're just standing out there the other day, and if you follow uh, Sass on social media, you see that she uh, won awards successfully three years <laughs> in a row. Um, obviously, this year's been a lot different. You know, I was yeah. used to having you in the gym uh, five, six days a week. You had your set set shifts, um, and now, how's the stress of running a business impacted? I guess one, your health, um, and two, your ability to achieve your fitness goals. I think the first six months for me was a real eye opener. Um, so fitness wise, I it, look it's really hard because you always you always put yourself up against everyone else that you're around, especially mm. in an environment like this. You know, we go to to weekend comps together. You know, we do partner wads together on the weekend. You know, we work out. You know, five six times a week together in the gym. It, it's hard to not put yourself against somebody else. Um, and we've got some amazing athletes in this gym, like we really do. So for me to not be able to commit the amount of time that I used to and seeing these amazing people come six times a week and, you know, they're, they're building skills that I want to build but I don't have the time to commit to do so. So for me, that's been really disheartening, to be honest, um, because I feel like I'm not excelling at the same rate as everyone else. Um, so that has it, and it was. It was a bit, bit disheartening, which then made me go, well, you know, what's the point in going? If I only go twice a week or three times a week, whatever. Like, I'm not going to be as good as these people. Um, so it really was a, a mentally um, 
it was a big mental barrier for me. Um, so that was, and for me, this is my release. So for me to, to put myself down and not come to the gym then affected my mental capacity because I wasn't coming to the gym. So it was a bit of a chicken and an egg. Um, but I think using, like you said, resourceful. So I came to you and said, cool, these are my issues. How do we get around it? How do we, you know, how can I get to a place where I feel content um, with myself and my, you know, my goals and being able to continually grow? Um, And I did, I used the tools that I had, being being yourself. So we sat down, we came up with a game plan, you know, small steps, small goals, and you know, in the space of four weeks, I feel like I'm, I'm back to where I was. I may not be physically, but mentally I am. Like I'm loving it, you know, as much as I was before. I think even the last few weeks I've been here six times a week again. You know, I've I've made it work. Um, so yeah, it, it was a struggle, a big struggle. Yeah, look, it, um, I wanted you to sort of settle in. You had a lot of stress um, going on. You know, we we take a holistic approach down here, and and we understand that um, life isn't all smooth sailing. And you were coming to the gym, you were, you were showing up, but yeah, we could see that it started to affect you. Uh, mentally and and the headspace you're in when you when you walked in and I think sometimes we try to keep uh headbutting the wall yeah, yeah. We, we 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 can't accept that things have changed um and because we're so in routine we're not looking for the other options so you kept trying to go down the same path and there was like okay well why can't we implement xyz strategy and it's going to get you the same results but we work within your new lifestyle um, and just to see you back in the gym and, and absolutely loving your training and um, making you know good positive choices with your nutrition because I mean that's the other thing you have no idea where you're going to be on a oh, daily basis. Like I can't walk around the city of Sydney going to my meetings with an esky all day. <laughs> you know, so that works to a certain degree. But when yeah. you're in back to back meetings from from nine a.m. till nine p.m. and then you've got you know lunches in between and coffee and you know, and then you someone wants to have a wine. It's like, well, yeah. How do you? Number one, you, I don't have time to sit there and try and track things between meetings. You know, put it into my fitness pal. Yeah. You know, and and it did. It was it was really really hard because one of the reasons I left my my cushy comfortable job was to gain control over my life. Yet I felt like I was losing control. Yeah. So I was you know kind of going, what am I doing? Um, yeah. It's hard. Hey, I got a taste of it the last two days. I've had to go into the city twice to the convention center and I've been in there all day and um, options are limited. Options are yeah. limited. Time to eat's limited because, you know, I, it was actually the first time I was a part of another team. So I'm not the boss now. I'm just going where I'm told to go, you know, and, and there's not many options in there. And, um, you know, then running from there to come straight back here into work and coach in the afternoon, like it is, it is very hard. And it so throws you off, and then you do that day after day, week after week, month after month, and you go, shit, that, what's happened the last six months? Yeah. I've lost everything. Um, yeah, it was. But there is a solution. Always. And we just need to talk to the coaches and uh, be honest and open, um, and accept a little bit of reality that uh, there is no routine at this point in time. And I'm the same, Beck. Like I come in and, and I know Luke's the same and it's like, wow, they've been in twice today. They've trained two hours. Yeah, that's you know? not fair. Yeah, so I'm lucky to say, I, 
I own the gym. I'm in the gym. I'm lucky to get a half hour, 45 minute session in, you know, and you see everyone doing really well and it, it can be disheartening. But, you know, for me, I'm super excited for everything that's happened this year and to come next year. And so are you with your business. And Luke's mm. launched his nutrition coaching and that's our priority at this point in time. And we'll make health and fitness fit and work with it. And, yeah. um, you know, if it means that we go to the sand dunes and just run the sand dunes for 20 minutes, that's what mean. Luke's been doing. You know? That's it. Like I think it's adapting to what you've got. So, mm. like you said, if, even if it means I don't have time to drive the ten minutes to the gym, do half an hour and drive ten minutes back, but I might have time for a twenty-minute run with my dog. Take what I can get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's it's even more important to then not compare yourself to others because as as that, there's so many other different variables to life. Like we're running, you know, businesses. We're doing twelve-hour days. Other people likely aren't so they're putting more they, they're, they're allowed they're, they've got more time there to put towards their health and fitness so they're, they're going to progress a lot quicker than you um, and I think that's where it's important to just compare yourself um, to your previous self to, to just try and just be a little bit better whether it's sure you're better than <laughs> hey, there it is I'll fit it in anyway guys um, but even if it's just a, a tiny bit each yeah, week right. it's okay. just the accumulation and I think that's where it's very important but yeah, just not comparing yourself because everyone's at very different stages. Um, but I think as long as you're always comparing yourself to yourself, uh, you can't lose. Yeah, 100%. We remind people that come into the gym for the first week, whatever you go, you've got to understand that a majority of the people in the gym have probably been here for three or four months. Yeah, so don't look at what they're doing and try and keep up with them in your first week and burn yourself out and injure yourself. Yeah. Except where you are. Enjoy your your small wins and um, make the most of your process. And I think that goes too, not just for health and fitness, but for everything. So mm. even in the business world, um, I'm, I'm, people that I'm talking with and working with, I'm like, oh my God, they're so far ahead of me. But you, you reel it back, you're like, hang on a minute, you've also done this, this, this and this, mm. and you've been working on it for eight odd years. I'm a year in. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I can, you know, yeah. I just need to accept that everyone's running their own race. Mm. So... Yeah. It, it's hard yeah, it is yeah. hard though it definitely is hard but yeah if you just keep reassuring yourself um the the more times you overcome that the the better you are at it and then eventually you just you've got tunnel vision and uh you're unstoppable <laughs> <laughs> so one of the biggest uh i guess disheartening factors that i faced in the beginning was that uh you know and i thought it really mattered at that point of time was i had a lot of friends okay before i changed i had a lot of friends i'd probably look back now and say acquaintances. Um, But I had a really big social group. I was generally the center of it. Um, And when I started to make my health and fitness changes, then into my business changes, um, I lost a lot of those people. And I remember my dad turning around to me and saying, well, mate, they liked you for who you were. You know, that that party party boy, the the guy that was always willing to go out, have a beer, go to the festivals, um, kick on during the night, all the rest of it. Um, and they couldn't accept that, that I was changing. And, you know, I remember I opened my gym and I think I had one friend turn up. Even opened my second gym, I think I had two friends turn up. Like, that was it. And that broke my heart because I, um, I'm i very much treat people the way you want to be treated. And I, I do a lot for my friends and I do a lot for the people in my life. And... Uh, it's something that I've had to work on myself personally with my psychologist the last probably 
three years, whatever it's been, and um, to accept that just because I, I, I give to my friends that I'm not always going to get back, you know, I'm, I'm there with their kids, I'm there, their first yeah, birthday the first parties, birthday, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all the rest of it, but I, I, I don't get them supporting my business. So how's that been for you? Uh, you know, you're in a relationship, um, you were very much a uh, social butter- butterfly as well, oh, you know, still <laughs> still just in a different scene now. Very different um, scene. How's that affected your, your personal life? Um, so my parents are very supportive. Um, my partner, very supportive. But I think the idea of change seemed easier than the actual reality of change. So I know that he probably liked me being in my mould. He liked knowing what time I would be home. He knew that I would go straight to the gym. He would knew dinner would most likely be cooked. Um, I think it, it was a level of comfort, you know. So that's been a big change. You know, it's really sort of had to open up the lines of communication. And same goes with my friends. So I, you guys would know, you work when you need to work. If work needs to be done, you have to do it because yeah. nobody else is going to do it for you. So if that means that I need to work on a Saturday morning and I have to miss you know, a partner ward, or I need to do something on a Saturday afternoon because we do a lot of stuff in India, time difference, you know, they don't open till two o'clock in our afternoon. So if that means I need to be on a phone conference for four hours from two o'clock and I can't go out for lunch or can't, you know, it's probably not, um, I think it's been hard for, for my friends to understand my change as well. So I think it's just about um, re-changing, uh, sorry, like re-aligning people's perception. Yeah. And an understanding of what you do, but you know, overall, it's everyone's been really supportive. I think there's there's always a fear of change. I think we'll all agree here that um, we had no idea what we we're getting ourselves into <laughs> when we started <laughs> business. So yeah. from that point of view, we also have to be understanding that they have no, no idea. idea. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Well, we're treading water as it is. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to to figure out your next step. So how can you? communicate with somebody else as to where you're going when yeah. you're kind of trying to figure it out yourself yeah and you know again the phone call we drop everything that we're doing you know something you know a lot of my life has been spent okay my friends or family or partner at the time whatever it was i want you to go away for a week okay well i'm going to be working my butt off before i go and after, and, and after when yeah. i get back and if you can't accept that then I'm, I'm really sorry and it's been extremely hard for me to um, with old relationships and, um, you know, uh, throughout this period of my life. Um, but, you know, the people that stuck by me realise that there is now um, end at the light of the tunnel and I've got a great team down here now helping me and yeah. for the first time in my life I'm able to go home at 6.30, you know, and, and, and the people that <laughs> wanted that a year ago but weren't patient enough to hang around and, and let me do it I, I long gone. You know, so I get to enjoy that. Yeah, 100%. So, Miss Sass, what does the future hold? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Um, For me, balance, flexibility and control. That's, I mean, that's it. I'm just, I'm taking control of my own life. Um, What happens between now and then, I have no idea. But I do know that I will work my absolute ass off to achieve my goals and get where I want to be. It's not going to be a straight path. It's going to be a big old squiggly line. Um, but I think that's half the fun. Yeah. So I don't know. It certainly know. is uh, really exciting. Me and Luke talk about it all the time. It's just a matter of being prepared, isn't it? 
Yeah, and I think, yeah, and as we've kind of said, just riding the lows, riding the highs, and just being aware that there are going to be lows, um, and not everything is going to be as you pictured it. Um, not, not like and, Instagram. And even as, <laughs> no, definitely not. even as you've said, um, that flexibility that you want, that might not come for a number of years while you work hard to kind of yeah. build that foundation. But hopefully, we're all hopeful that, that it'll be worth it in the end, and that's, and that's what we're trying to do in here. We're trying to kind of create that better... Uh, I guess quality of life for ourselves and kind of change a few other lives in the process. Well, you know what they say: shoot for the sky, and if you land in the stars, you're still better than <laughs> half the people that are around you. So. 100. I mean, you know, this year alone, like what's happened um, with with me and Luke with uh, Tim Zoo, like oh, that, that just out of the blue, you know. But we we're prepared and, and we we're ready to take him on, and and again we we're resourceful. We had to shuffle some hours and fit him in and. Uh, I had to do a lot of work to, to make this week um, come out the way it has. But because we're always striving to be better and because we're always surrounding ourselves with the right people, we end up with the right opportunities and, and we can jump on them. And, you know, I said it in, in my sort of podcast about what my goal is, and it's to stop people living life on the sideline because those people aren't prepared for the opportunities that arise. And it's always, I'll start on Monday mm-hmm. or maybe next year. Or whatever. There's but never going to be a right time. No, definitely not. Never and if be a perfect time. we're continuously working on being the best version of ourselves, then we're prepared for anything that comes our way. You know, yeah. like this. You know, being able to click your fingers, have that conversation, change your career. Um, there's another business. There is coming. Yep. Early Did next I hear year. that? Coming yeah. Coming January well, 2020. Coming January 2020. Stay tuned. So, Stay tuned. you know, being in that position. Um, and putting yourself out of your comfort zone and surrounding yourself with the right people has led to another opportunity. Yeah, and, 100%. Um, you know, had have you not met some of these people or, or put yourself in those situations, would have you have taken this? No way. You don't, you don't be in know. an office in Cronulla doing a nine to five, living for my lunch break. Yeah, you know, 100%. Or the weekend. The yeah, weekend's a yeah, big one living, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that in turn then affected my health. So, you know, you're going around in circles. Yeah, um, and I think most people, yeah, want as I was kind of saying, you really nailed down on one avenue and that will have a ripple effect on everything else and it goes back the other way as well. If you're always satisfied or comfortable in your job, you're probably going to be satisfied and comfortable in your relationships or other other fields of life. So, um, yeah, it's it doesn't matter what it is. It's jumping into your first fitness competition or, you know, coming down to your first class. It's always going through comfort zones and it's always dealing with stress and, and you get better at doing it. Um, and I think that's the, the ultimate kind of pursuit. 100% happy but never satisfied. Yeah. All right, I'm interested. What's the best piece of advice you've been given? I'm going to throw oh. you on the boat here. Wow. Uh, apart wow. from this podcast. <laughs> best piece of advice? I'm just asking because I knew, I know there have been something recently, um, whether it be with your dad or, or I know you went and saw Richard Branson speak. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, Tell you what. Incredible. I'm very jealous of that. He was really cool. Um, or, or it could be the, the, the. I think the best thing that, that I've been taught is around failures or how you perceive failures. So I actually don't come out of anything now going, oh shit, I just stuffed that up or that didn't go to plan. Um, I think it's all about changing, just changing your path, being mm. able to, to being able to adapt. Mm. Um, a little while ago, I was very. Sometimes I like to joke I have a mild case of OCD. If things don't go the mild. way, <laughs> mild to medium. <laughs> um, if things don't go the way that I had planned, 
I tended to kind of freak out a little bit. So the best advice to me is just, just go with it. Just adapt. There's never going to be a, a plan that goes exactly to plan. Yeah. So Not linear. Definitely, definitely not. not. Okay. Anything that you can uh, advise the listeners of? Anything you want to share with them? Help inspire, motivate? Literally, as yes, like you said, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just you can't. Have you read that book? Should no, I? Haven't. You got to read that is book. It good? Oh my god! Yeah, you both got to. Have you read, read it? The, no, I haven't read the book. Wow, that yeah, is a I cool story. You, you'll love that. What he did yeah. to get to where he was. Yeah, but literally jumping on a plane. That's what you have to do. Though. Is, there, is there an audio book? There's an audio book, yeah. yeah I'll be yeah, on that like reading. I like audio books. <laughs> yeah, you have to. He was hustling shoes out the back of his car. Cool. You know, like going up to events and just driving along and just trying to sell them wherever he could. And Actually, um, Richard Branson told a really cool story, sort of similar to that. And uh, this is how, how Virgin actually came to life. He was a very short version. He was stuck in an airport. Um, this airline was, was really unpredictable. And he was trying to get to the British Virgin Islands. And this airline had cancelled, so he's like, shit, I need to get there. How am I going to get there? What resources do I have available? He went and found a private charter company, yeah. hired, paid for a plane to take him in two hours' time. Then he walked around, he got a piece of paper and a pen, wrote Virgin Airlines on it, and walked around to everybody that he knew was on the same flight as him and sold them tickets to <laughs> That is incredible. That. And then he, he, obviously, they flew to the British Virgin Islands, and then from that it kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah well, um, he's done a lot, hasn't he? He's he's oh, he's, uh, he's absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, love listening and uh, reading about him. So yeah, to so see him and listen to him, you know, in the flesh, was pretty, it's, pretty yeah, cool. it's different, isn't it? But it's those things in the beginning that kept me going. You know, like um, Beck said, she didn't have anyone to speak speak to, and and you wouldn't have had anyone to speak to in the beginning. And it's reading those books and hearing, hey, this this is a a huge company people. now, yeah, possible, all yeah. ordinary people, you know. So if you, there, there is no excuse. If you don't have the right people around you, there's resources, there's books, there's podcasts. Yeah, you, you can't be lazy. Admittedly, I'd actually never listened to a podcast <laughs> <laughs> until the start of this year when I yeah. decided to do this. And it sounds ridiculous because I know people say stuff sometimes. I'm like, oh, get off it. But you, you do, like, you, you sort of feed off other people's success and stories and you go, okay, well, if they can do it, why the hell can't I? Yeah. So the amount of podcasts, books, um, courses, personal development, I'm booked in for another two courses and doing a course with Tony Robbins. Um, I listen to podcasts at least once a day now. I read books, you know, not, not picture books anymore. <laughs> I read, you know, personal development, um, autobiographies of amazing people. It does actually shape you into a better person well you take something from it yeah i always take a highlighter to my books and there's always and the best thing about reading and listening to podcasts is that sparks my creativity mm. so some of the best writing i do comes off the back of reading or listening to a podcast because i can take that relate it to certain aspects of my life or maybe what a client's going through um and adapt it and if i'm not making time to do those things oh man, I struggle. Mm. Like, I struggle to be creative and think about what's next. And your glass of red wine does that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you have it. That's the secret. So tell me, Tony Robbins, are you going to be walking on fire? No, but my dad's done that. What did he say it was like? Um, again, I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. He said that you actually just don't think about it. He said the people that, and it was at the end of a three-day intensive course, um, 
is that the people that were like looking down and were like, oh my God, I'm so scared, literally came out with scalded feet. Wow. And he said the people that had their held, head held high, like, you know, looked straight ahead, you know, looked forward, walked with intent, zero, you know, fear, were fine. So, Incredible I don't know, way. it tells you a lot about mindset. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. Is there anything you do for mindset? Like, personally, um, when I make time, I do some box breathing, I do some meditation, and I know Luke does as well. Is there anything that you do for... I love taking my dog for a walk. Yeah, that, perfect. Yeah. That was mine for years. Home. Yeah, I, you know, I leave my Apple Watch at home or turn it on to um, airplane mode since no yeah. one can get me. And I don't, I don't even wear headphones. I just walk yeah. fresh air and, you know, to, to get away from work and to get away from wherever you're project and whatever it is that's sort of um in the back of your brain is is so refreshing there's a big um there's a big misbelief that uh, meditation involves you sitting on the ground with your legs cro- yeah. crossed you know it's just literally disconnecting isn't well, you're it? not meant to do that <laughs> you can no, yeah i, I try think, because uh, it's a challenge but yeah, yeah there's heaps of connotations around meditation but i think yeah. it's slowly coming to light these days well i think as mental health everything start is continuing to decline it's it's definitely becoming um not popular but it's becoming kind of yeah it's, it's getting out there and it's kind of especially 22 year old like myself it's it's there it's it, people are kind of not just throwing it away with everything else um and i think even on, on a personal development note it can be very easy to get into the habit of feeling guilty for not doing stuff not always being busy not always listening to yeah, a podcast so you could easily yeah li- chuck a podcast in netflix and mm. tune out and yeah and just do nothing exactly well, like you um losing the gym in the beginning or losing your routine i should yeah. say in the gym when i opened the second studio like my hour of meditation or downtime was uh walking my dog same yeah. thing no earphones no podcast this was uh, a few years ago now and then that got taken from me and it ruined so me. It, it, it honestly, and it, I didn't, it wasn't until I spoke to a mentor and we were going through what sort of uh, things kickstart my day, like what, where my values lied and, and all the rest of it. And that was one of them. I'm like, you know what? I haven't been doing that for ages and I, I've been feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, I, and I've lost that now. You to, to look at your life from an outside perspective. Yeah. Because it, it's hard when you're in it to, to actually recognize, all right, this is, this is why I may be feeling like this or this is why I'm you know, not excelling or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. I think talking to somebody is, is you know, always such a great solution. 100%. Whether it's, yeah, a friend. Yeah, um, Yeah, it can anybody. be anyone, definitely. Wow. That was really cool. I really enjoyed chatting with wow. you. Yeah, you should come oh, back. Just, just now? No, no, no. I always enjoy chatting <laughs> yeah. with you, but whoa, it's, whoa, it's whoa. the first time, you know, whenever we're talking, we're sort of in the gym and we're, we're talking about you. Um, and we're talking about you again today, but, uh, you know, sharing this light, there's a couple of things that I learned about you today that, that I was unaware of. Um, as, as did I. Yep. Mm. He was super excited to have you on. I'm very excited. <laughs> yep. Monotone, Luke. Yeah, yep. yep. this has been good. Just so you know, his facial expression. <laughs> This has been a great episode. This has been a really good episode. But yeah, I just I just am very interested in people that do stuff differently or that uh, aren't doing what the status quo are doing. So I really yeah. was excited to dive in a little bit deeper and kind of find your driving factors and kind of how that affects different areas of your life. So, But yeah. me and Luke are able to sit down together on a, a daily basis and talk about this stuff, but it's mainly to do with the, the fitness industry. Mm. So it's really cool to have someone on like yourself and talk about other aspects of business, success, travel, 
um, your experiences and and to be honest like like we said before about you know for lack of a better word culling friends um, these are the kind of conversations I want to have nowadays yeah these are the you guys are the kind of people that I want to hang around and and you know I I walk away from these situations energized and motivated myself and and it makes me question whether I'm doing enough and uh, yeah, so I've had a great time. I know the listeners will as well. And I know there's going to be a lot of people in our DBPT community that uh, have learned a lot more about you today. Oh, mm. good. I hope so. Yeah, so, I, th- I think it's just another perspective. I think, yeah, I think we'll definitely be encouraging most people to, to have a listen because I don't think a lot of people know your story. So we are... Uh, yeah, we, well, we yeah, are. you come in and you sort of, you have your hour and you're struggling to breathe for about 80% of it. So, <laughs> you know, chatting about your business life or, yeah. you know. It might be five minutes, but yeah, it's, super it's brief. Not, yeah. Even then, like you said, like we go to the gym and it's our disconnect. We don't necessarily want to bring that. Ask people how their day was. Yeah, we want to design metcons and plan our next trip to eat some pancakes. No, thank you so much for making thank the time. So for um, me, we've loved chatting with you and, and we'll definitely, I think, have you on again uh, because I'm excited to hear what 2020 uh, mm. brings I'm excited about. I'm and excited. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a business launching that well, I have no idea go. about, so we look forward to that as well. Congratulations on all your thank success you and we wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate your perspective greatly. Uh, it's very good to get that. It's very good to get another side to you. Um, and I think it's it's our pleasure to give you this avenue to kind of get that to everyone else as well. So thank you very much. Uh, definitely next year when this app launches, uh, everyone's going to be on the edge of the seat now. They don't really know what you're capable of, but I'm excited. I'm excited. So thank you very much. Thank you. Luke, what do you got to say now? Uh, just remember, guys, be better than yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, guys. Bye. <laughs>